0: What is up, everybody? I am so excited to be back on the podcast with you. This is Delaney Degelo, and this is my first podcast with New Vision in 2022, and I am excited to say the least. Now, I'm not going to lie. If you're like me, Joshua has hurt a little bit, and we're only in chapter four, and it has already wrecked me a lot. I've learned a lot of hard lessons, but good lessons. So I'm really excited to get into chapter four with you. We're going to be reading Joshua four verses one through 24. And I'm really excited about this passage because it's taught me a lot. And just because it's great doesn't mean it's easy to remember. So let's go ahead and dive in. I'm going to be reading out of the ESV version. So once again, Joshua four verses one through 24. And it says, when all the nation had finished passing over the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Take twelve men from the people, from each tribe a man, and command them, saying, Take twelve stones from here, out of the midst of the Jordan, from the very place where the priest's feet stood firmly, and bring them over with you, and lay them down in the place where you lodge tonight. Then Joshua called the twelve men from the people of Israel, whom he had appointed, a man from each tribe. And Joshua said to them, Pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and take... Up each of you a stone upon his shoulder, according to the number of tribes of the people of Israel, that this may be a sign among you. When your children ask in time to come, what do those stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off, so these stones shall to all the people of Israel a memorial forever. And the people of Israel did just as Joshua commanded and took up 12 stones out of the midst of the Jordan according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel, just as the Lord told Joshua. And they carried them over with them to the place where they lodged and laid them down there. And Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of the Jordan in the place where the feet of the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant had stood. And they are there to this day. For the priests bearing the ark stood in the midst of the Jordan until everything was finished that the Lord commanded Joshua to tell the people, according to all that Moses had commanded Joshua. The people passed over in haste. And when all the people had finished passing over, the ark of the Lord and the priests passed over before the people. The sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh, "...passed over armed before the people of Israel, as Moses had told them. About 40,000 ready for war passed over before the Lord for battle to the plains of Jericho. On that day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel. And they stood in awe of him, just as they had stood in awe of Moses all the days of his life. And the Lord said to Joshua, command the priest bearing the Ark of the Testimony to come up out of the Jordan. So Joshua commanded the priest, come up out of the Jordan. And when the priest bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came up in the midst of the Jordan, and the soles of the priest's feet were lifted up on dry ground, the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and overflowed all its bank as before. The people came up out of the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and they encamped at Gilgal on the east border of Jericho. And those 12 stones, which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set up at Gilgal. All right, friends, so there is a lot of information in this passage, and as I read it, I'm just in awe of all that the Lord did. Now, there is one big takeaway that I think that each of us need to get out of this, and something that when I read this passage, the Lord just kept putting on my heart, and that is that as a people of God, we need to remember well. So a big part of this passage is them setting up the memorial as a reminder of what God had done for them. And I'm just going to be really honest with you. As someone who follows the Lord, I am really bad about forgetting that all God has done in my life. You know, I pray for things time and time again. And as soon as God gives it to me, I just move on to the next thing. You know, I might be praying for a job or a relationship or a friendship or reconciliation or God to bless me financially, whatever it is. And instead of taking a moment to pause and say, God, like, I will not forget what you did here. I move on to the next thing. And maybe some of you are listening and you're just like me. You aren't great at remembering well. And I think that we are not alone in this because when you look through the Bible, time and time again, followers of Christ who have seen incredible things forget. And that is something that is so dangerous as believers. We see God do the unimaginable. We see God answer prayers that we have written in our journal for months or that we have prayed consistently. And instead of taking the time to remember, well, we forget. And I look back at verse 18 and I think there's something really cool that we need to see. It says this, the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and overflowed all its bank as before. So here's the deal. If we're not careful, everything that happened before we prayed just goes back to normal. You see, these people walked, literally God split and made a way for them when there was no way. But as soon as they crossed through, you know what happened? The water went back to normal. So if they wouldn't have taken the time to build this memorial, it would have been super easy to forget what God had done in that exact place. And I love it twice in this passage. It talks about their children asking about what God had done, looking at those stones and saying, what did God do here? And it can be really easy to stop talking about what God has done in our personal lives. So they set up this memorial because God knew that they might forget what he had done. And as I'm going into this new year, I believe that it would be such a good thing for me to do to sit and reflect on all that God has done in my life. I get the opportunity, instead of looking at 12 stones, I get to look at God's word and say, wow, look at this memorial of all that God has done look at what he did. The Bible is just a picture of all the things that he did time and time again, but also what are the 12 stones in my life? What are the memorials in my life or the seasons in my life where God did something that was unthinkable? Have I taken the time to actually, one, praise him for that, but two, make a way to remember because maybe you're going through the midst of a hard season right now and my heart hurts for you if you're in the midst of something that is tough or difficult, or maybe you're at a place where you're like, God, like, are you going to come through? I feel you. And that is hard. And I think what we need to do is when we're in those seasons, if we don't set up memorials for ourselves and reminders along the way, it can be really hard and it can feel impossible. But when we take the time to say, God, God, you have done great things. I will look at your word and I will reflect on all that you have done in my life. That is how we walk as people who remember well. And I promise you, if we remember well, it is a lot easier to walk forward. Because when we remember well, we say, God, like, look what you did back then. Look at those stones that I set up as a reminder of what you did. And then I can walk forward without fear because I know that even when I'm looking at the waters, like here, they were looking at this water. They're like, God, we wanna go to the promised land. Like, God, we have been through so much. And there's this water in front of us. We're never gonna make it there. God showed up. And God wanted his people to remember how he shows up time and time again. And that's why he tells Joshua Hey, have them set up a memorial right where they stepped. Because if not, Joshua, I promise you, these people will get into this new promised land and they will forget all I have done. Because guess what? Even in the promised land, there's new problems. There are new issues and there are new things to conquer. And each season of life, we think that when we get to the other side, we'll be so thankful that we'll never have a worry in the world. But we know that's not true. Once you get the job, there's a new problem. Once you get the relationship, there's a new problem. Once your kids grow up, there's a new problem. There's all these things that keep presenting themselves, which is why we need to be careful as a people of God to remember well. We need to look at this word that is a perfect depiction of who God is and what he does. And we need to look back at our own lives and honestly talk to people about what God has done. Because even when we make it out on the other side, God doesn't say, okay, I did it. You're welcome. Now move on. He says, remember well who I am and all the things that I have done, because that will help you walk with so much more faith and so much more confidence and so much more joy because we can remember like, you know, There is a trial in front of me, but my God shows up. He always does. And it might not look the way I expect, but it is good. And so this week I say, like, let us start it off strong. Let us sit down and think about all the times that God has shown up. Let us be people who remember well, because if not, we are going to be really discouraged all the time. Because even in the promised land, There are new problems, and I can promise you of that. But guess what? The problems don't seem so scary, and the trials don't seem as impossible when we remember well. So this year, let us be people who take the time to praise God for all that He has done. Let us remember who He is and what He has done. Let us look to the Word. Let us look to the example in our own lives of all the time that God has shown up. Because friends, He's there. He's in the midst, he's near, and he is always showing up. He makes a way when it seems like there isn't one, but let's not forget all the times that he made a way. But I love you, friends, and I hope that you have a great day and that this was encouraging. And hey, let's talk about all the times that God has shown up. Let us share it with our friends, with our children, with other people around us in our jobs, because guys, it is worth rejoicing in. So I hope that you have a great day, and we can't wait to catch you tomorrow. Bye.